That song you can hear over the grocery store intercom is Set Adrift on Memory Bliss from PM Dawn's debut album of the heart, of the soul, and of the cross, the utopian experience. It's been almost a year since the United States Congress passed a resolution authorizing over $60 billion of military force to expel Iraqi forces in Kuwait. It's been six months since the largest solar flare ever recorded triggered an aurora so large it was visible as far south as Pennsylvania. It's been three months since Tim Berners-Lee officially announced the World Wide Web Project and the creation of the first website, info.cern.ch. Tyler the Creator, Ed Sheeran, and Lakeith Stanfield were all born this year. But today is December 6th, 1991, and it's time to play the first game of the rest of our lives, and that game is Mega Man 4 for the NES. So what's new in Mega Man 4? Uh, they took out the bullshit in the last game. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't suck like Mega Man 3 did. <laughs> it just, all the levels are just kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, they do another bait and switch on you with, like, extra levels, but it's fine because they're all short. Yeah, yeah, they're all short, and it's like, uh, they, they tried some weird stuff with the format of the extra levels in the last one. It didn't really yeah, stick. Yeah. Whereas in this one, it's just... It's more Wily stages. <laughs> it's more Wily stages, but this this castle is Russian. Yes, the the, the Russian castle aesthetic is very cool. <laughs> so, uh, for anyone who isn't aware of the uh, the the plot of that's another thing that's new in Mega Man Four, right? Because we had like a cutscene at the end of Mega Man Three with like dialogue and story and stuff. There's even more of that in this one. Uh, yeah, Doctor Cossack now is the is the evil one, but then. Shocker, <laughs> after you defeat Dr. Cossack, his daughter Kalinka appears and says, please don't kill my dad. Dr. Wily is making this happen. And you say, aha, of course. But the reason that she appears is because Proto Man yes, rescues her yes. from being held uh, hostage by Dr. Wily, thus forcing Dr. Cossack to act in this way. I want to point out that Dr. Cossack's sprite is just Travis McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> just want to get that out there. Oh no. <laughs> can we get like a for when we play this on stream, can we get like a Travis McElroy like soundboard for when I'm fighting Dr. Cossack? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh god. That you know, if I start googling stuff like that, I'll find something and you won't like it. <laughs> that is completely true. Uh, I did also find somebody's fan art of Dr. Cossack as Gordon Freeman, because they do both have glasses and a they beard. They do both have glasses and a beard. There was definitely, yeah, like, people really like drawing men with glasses and beards as, as Gordon Freeman, you know? Yeah. So, uh, the other thing that we've been talking about, uh, when it, when, you know, we've been like, oh, when will it turn up? Every time it's not on screen, people should be thinking, where's the charge shot? It's in this one. We finally got the charge shot. It's in this one. Uh, it's pretty good. There were a couple times where I was like, man, a newer game would have recognized my input here and have <laughs> been charging this whole time. Yeah. But you do have to kind of like have a fresh screen. Hmm. Um, there's there's a, a couple of weird restrictions on when you can start charging. Yeah. It's like, I don't know all of the parameters there, but it's just like, yeah, a newer game would probably let me start charging like during a screen transition or yeah. something also like uh i mean it's something that you sort of will come to expect if you have 
in in other games if you have charged shots but quite often yeah. a game where uh, you know you can hold a button and then release it to do something if you release it when the game isn't accepting input from you so you've been knocked back by an attack or something you'll lose all of that charge and that's like a new sensation mm. for Mega Man more or less yeah yeah like getting uh getting locked down by some of the bosses and, and going aha we'll counterattack with a charge shot and then losing it and being like shit I wasn't ready yet is a is a new is a new beat and I, I don't know, I quite like it I mean I, we were, we've also talked a few times about how we expected the boss designs to change in response to you know the default weapon being able to deliver this stored larger attack and I don't know I, I mm-hmm. guess I didn't really find it had changed too much like it's mostly just you know, not too much. I I think I noticed a little bit of a delay, but mm. um, for some, it does definitely doesn't affect like Toad Man, which relies on a very specific rhythm yeah. for you to play to to like beat him. Yeah. Um, Toad Man was a really fun boss uh, as like the first one I played because it was like if you don't start attacking, he will just use a an attack that hits the whole screen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but then if you start attacking, you'll shoot him, he'll jump over you, so you slide under him, turn around, you shoot him, he jumps over you, so you slide yeah. under him, and you turn around, yeah. you shoot him, and you just keep doing this, like, pardon the pun, but game of leapfrog, <laughs> uh, until you win, and you beat Toad Man. He's, he's a funny little guy. Yeah, and also that thing about him threatening an attack that hits the whole screen is, in a way that you perhaps might not expect, is carried forward to the weapon that you get off him, right? Like, Toad Man's weapon, mm-hmm. you fire up, I don't know what it is, up into the air, but it hits the whole screen with rain. It's pretty cool. Uh, we saw that in the cartoon. It's the um, the acid rain device. Oh, right, of course. Device. Yes. Uh, I guess... I guess that is literally that was from Toad Man. That was Toad Man's weapon. Yeah. We just didn't realize it worked that way. <laughs> but <clears throat> there's more things to talk about there is. than just the charge beam. The charge beam is neat. Uh, I couldn't get a good grip on like the damage difference between the three stages of charge, mm. but. Um, yeah, it goes through stuff, which is kind of the the biggest aid there. Yeah, it just yeah. will just go through enemies. Um, yeah, I um I was gonna say that I think the thing that maybe surprised me the most about the charge shot going into this game was how well it like how well it fit with the design as it was already. Like I know because of how much we've talked about it, it seems obvious that like we've always felt like it should be there, but like going from Mega Man Two to Mega Man Three. The introduction of sliding felt like it completely revolutionized the way that the game played, right? And not as a negative mm. about the charge shot, but it felt like the charge shot just fit naturally into everything else that Mega Man 3 was doing. And and thus putting it in Mega Man 4 didn't like revolutionize the game, but I think it's still, you know, it's an improvement for sure. Yeah, it it is this effect of like feeling like it's always been there, mm. and that's partially because of like cultural osmosis. Yeah, We've right, played exactly. other later Mega Man games where it has always been there, but like the way that it just fits into this game and the way that it fits into the flow of what Mega Man is is so like obvious in retrospect mm. that it just feels like it does feel like you just oh I've always had this. Yeah, it's just it's not new. I think they call that elegant design. Oh, they call it a good video game. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's that's <laughs> us. We are calling it a good video game. 
over the over the course of the next however long we're basically just going to call Mega Man 4 a good video game at great length speaking of things that are good about Mega Man 4 this game is gorgeous and Mega Man 3 was a pretty game this game is really pretty and I like you I also started with uh, Toad Man's stage and just like you know, turning on the game, getting like this new cutscene with like a, a, a more developed sort of drawing of Mega Man in it and like all of the setup of the plot and all of that kind of thing. And then going into the uh, boss select screen, choosing Toad Man stage, landing on that first screen and it's like raining and there's all these beautiful water in the background. It's like quite disarming almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you get a new weapon, you're treated to a little rotating mm. Mega Man face. Yeah. Looks nice. Uh, yeah, sort of a, a nice step up from that slightly weird-looking portrait of Mega Man that we got in Mega <laughs> Man 3, where he's just, like, at a weird angle making a strange face. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the one. Uh, you, do you have any... Um, are you eating any crow about uh, Woodman's stage? Yeah, I was going to... I got this in the notes, which is that when I first... Like, when I was first writing these notes, and I was sort of writing whatever came to my head as it came to it, I started the game, I, I started up Toad Man's stage, and I played it, and I was like, wow, this is just Woodman's stage again. Just like Mag <laughs> just like uh, Top Man's stage. And then I was like, hang on a minute. Because also, again, later... Like, the, the general format of a, a level design where, that is punctuated by bosses that sit above you and shoot arcing projectiles down toward you and where you stand while that happens, like, develops. That's kind of Mega Man, not just Woodman stage. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but, you know, Woodman <laughs> stage does it really well, and uh, Toadman stage is a really good evolution of, like, I think uh, I'm going to probably come back to it later when we sort of talk more explicitly about this, but I think Toadman stage is, like, my favorite part of this game, just because of how it does all of the things that I think are great graduations in Mega Man 4 uh, really, really well. Yeah, we stand Toad Man. We do stand Toad Man. I don't remember if we executed Toad Man on a regular episode at some point, and we're very disrespectful, but we do stand him. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's it's you, you sort of execute him quite disrespectfully in this game because you just kind of loop around him, and uh, like I think as a boss fight, he's not particularly engaging. Like I think he's not my favorite, but the stage is fantastic. He's got great <laughs> interior design sensibilities. See, I liked the boss fight because it was simple and easy, and mm. I didn't. Uh, fuck it up. Yeah, I mean that's, that's that's perfectly reasonable. I'm sort of struggling to think about a robot master boss fight that I found super engaging in this one because my biggest memories of the robot master fights are uh, locking Pharaoh Man with Bright Man's Flash Stopper, uh, which is sort of like freezing Quick Man and having his metabolism just kill him. But like, if I remember correctly, Except you have to shoot him. Yeah, right. You have to shoot. Yeah, you have to shoot him. And also, I think you've only had enough. Uh, what is the weapon that freezes Quick Man called? Bright Flash. Is that so it? Bright Bright Flash is in this game, but in Mega Man Two, it's oh, oh, it's the freeze stopper. Yeah, so, something like that. Uh, but you 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 freeze Quick Man and like, but you run out sort of halfway because it's the being frozen that damages him, right? Whereas in this one, you just you just stand in front of Pharaoh Man and just constantly shoot him, and every so often it reapplies the freeze, and you just stand there for like twenty seconds. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Oh, oh, literally just time stopper. Time stopper, right? Yeah. But yeah, it, it's very fun to just stand there and stand as close as possible so that you can get 
you can push the button as fast, yeah, like, even yeah. faster, and get the lemons just, off the screen as quickly as possible. Gotta get those lemons out of there. Gotta lemonize, uh, <laughs> Pharaoh Man. Hmm. Everyone loves lemons. It's true. Uh, I think they must have heard our podcast about how, like, in the Doc Robot stages in Mega Man 3, you just, uh, like, when you run out of Rush Jet, it sucks. Because it feels like mm -hmm. the fuel for Rush Jet in this game is very, very generous. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I don't think I ever went below half. Yeah. Um, and I also had two other things that I never used, and I don't know what they do. <laughs> Uh, the balloon and the crane, I don't know what I, those are. I miss those completely, so I will have to get a look at them when we uh, when we stream the game. But. I think I used the balloon once, and it made a little, like, item two? Item yeah, yeah, I saw them used in one. the uh, long play I was watching earlier to refresh myself. And that, that, was, that was, like, I remember seeing them mentioned in the wiki about the game, and I was like, I, I just missed them. <laughs> I found those the a couple of little side paths that like teleport you back after you pick up a little item, but it didn't really. Um, what's the convey hmm. uh, to me anything about that? Right. Or what it was, or how to use it. Um, and so I like tinkered with it a little bit, but like the crane one, I just couldn't get to work at all. Right. So I don't really know what what it was all about mm. yeah i mean I, I i i couldn't tell you i'll have to <laughs> we'll have to take another look at it and try and figure them out when we play it i guess um yeah. yeah so i think i guess the main sort of thrust of the positives of Mega Man 4 i just let's just like we talked last time about how uh, in Mega Man 3 a lot of the levels like have nominally interesting ideas and like maybe little bits that are really good. Like I was, I remember talking about how like my favorite part of Mega Man Three was the first part of Magnet Man stage, where the you know moving magnets pull you up into the air to do some platforming. But then it ends immediately, and you move on to something else. Whereas in this game, I feel like the stages, like the ideas, they start off compelling, and then they like actually evolve, right? And in a way that is fun to follow, and you know, fun to just play in. Like. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, sort of to come back to Toadman stage one last time is that uh, like you you land and it's like raining right so it's the the rain is sort of uh, it's like exerting a force on your jump it's pushing you back and then you do those jumps and you f fall into the next area and there's like water flow from the rain trickling down into the sewer and the flow is going in all kinds of different directions and then to end it off there's like little uh, you know like water that Mega Man is like submerged in that boosts your jumps and stuff like that and it's those evolutions like that that make it really fun to play like uh and then bright man stage has the grasshoppers that we were talking about where i don't mm. really get what the totem poles are about i don't really understand what that has to do with bright man but uh like standing on the grasshoppers and uh like they have a fixed jump arc and it, you know you're timing your jumps between the grasshoppers and maybe like waiting for one of them to bounce back and all that kind of stuff it's, it's really good yeah Video games, platforming. Yeah, wow. I looked up what the wire does. It's a wire, not a crane. Um, right. And if you just hold up on the D-pad, you shoot uh, like a claw straight up to the ceiling and it pulls you oh, up. Oh, right. It's like a grappling hook. Whoa. Yeah. I can't really see how... Like, unless you can swing on it, which I can't imagine you can do. 
you can't swing, but you can shoot on your way up, and the claw does damage enemies. Okay, that's interesting. I'll be interested to see what um, like, applications of that there are. <laughs> that's cool art. I sent you a little picture yeah. of Mega Man shooting it. He's cute. He is cute. Um, speaking of like weapons that the game didn't tell me how to use, the drill mm. missile. What's it called? The drill bomb. You have to hit the button a second time to make it explode. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Um, which is why one of the final boss forms took me so long, because it was like, I'm supposed to shoot this at it, and it keeps bouncing off. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely remember having that moment where it was like, use the drill, and I used it, and it bounced off, and I was like, is this guy just wrong? Like... <laughs> Even the ring boomerang, which is the weakness of, like, six out of eight final bosses, <laughs> doesn't work on this thing. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, like, uh, in terms of weapons that are good, uh, like, that I liked, um, I'm a big fan of uh, Ferroman's weapon, can't remember what it's called, but I like that it charges, like, a spirit ball above your head, and it's active the whole time it's on your head, so if you, like, bump it into something while it's hanging above you before you fire it, does still does the damage and also but like any good mega man weapon you can fire it in eight directions so but also after you use it as a melee weapon and you're if you're still holding the button you still have that shot mm. yeah you can shoot it a second time yeah. um which i only found out the contact part of that fighting the final boss dr wiley okay because um, i just don't use boss weapons during stages <laughs> very much yeah I uh, I found it very useful. Uh, I found it very useful fighting the Wily stage boss, where you're in the room with the three platforms above some spikes, and doors are open, and like a spider robot or you know sort of crawly robot comes <laughs> along the ceiling or along the floor. Yeah, um, I was using a guide, and I misread it, uh-huh. so I just fought that boss with the mega buster and it was totally fine yeah that's a perfectly good boss to um, fight with the mega buster just uh i i sort of i you know i, I saw an enemy that was like down yeah. into the left of me and i was like i'll use my weapon that fires in multiple directions and then while i was charging it it hit it on the ceiling and i was like aha video games and then i, I was like oh no you meant cossack is who i use the mega, mega buster oh, right, okay. okay um cossack is just a claw game mm, yeah yeah He's just trying to grab you. But do we have not so good? Uh, I was just sort of like, uh, this is something I forgot to take particularly intensive notes on while I was playing the game. So I was just Mm -hmm. writing down the stuff I remembered while I was uh, watching that long play earlier. Uh, I missed that they've gone back to whenever you go to change your powers, it like unloads the screen and loads a full menu Mm -hmm. screen. Mm -hmm. I miss Mega Man 3's little, little like, same screen menu i'm not sure if they, people found that hard to read so they decided to change back but i i miss it i liked that i liked being able to keep looking at the screen while picking my power yeah yeah um are you looking forward to like shoulder button integration to mega man uh so here's the thing is that like because the the one of these that i've played the most is mega man 2 uh when i started playing mega man 11 mega man 11 has uh you can like select your powers immediately on like a wheel on the uh the right yeah. stick i never remember to use it 
<laughs> because I'm so used to pausing to change powers. I think that was me playing Mega Man 9 like 16 years ago. Yeah. Whenever that game came out. That game's so old. Man, I'm not excited to get to Mega Man 9 again. I feel like I'm going to hate that game. <laughs> There's a girl in it, though, so it's what. Yeah, Splash Woman. What, what a queen. Slay queen. More woman <laughs> robot masters. <laughs> um, even less feet than most uh, robot masters. <laughs> even less. <laughs> like the idea that most robot masters don't have enough feet, you know. Two is not quite enough. Yeah. No, I mean like... Yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. You yeah, know, they don't really have feet. They have boot caps. Yeah, we're still on feet watch. <laughs> if you don't listen to the cartoon episodes of this podcast, <laughs> you're valid, but you're missing out. You are out. missing out on feet watch. So the music is perfectly fine. I think that the menu screen, the main menu is great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Dive Man's theme goes... Mm. Um, but for the most part, like the highs aren't as high as other games. Yeah. Also, yeah, I think that's like if one thing for us, like as as now that we've fully decided that we, you know, we're the Mega Man Three Hate Brigade. Like <laughs> the one thing that endures about that game is that, like, more than half of the stage themes are absolute bangers, and this just doesn't really oh, yeah. get the same. There, the um, I was listening to it on Spotify, mm-hmm. and. Each album, each game album, has two versions because there's a remixed version on the PlayStation. Okay. I think all the classic Mega Mans. And the PlayStation version of the Mega Man 4 soundtrack just generally makes a lot of the tracks funkier. That's cool. Which which does really help with what those tracks are. Okay. I wonder if I have those because I definitely have multiple versions of each soundtrack but apart from like i've identified which ones the game versions are and i've not really listened to the others much it could they mm. could well be ps1 versions um there's one of the wily stages that kind of sounds like proto man's theme mm. and there's no reason for that <laughs> considering yeah because proto man literally only appears to save kalinka in like you know very briefly and then vanishes again yeah doesn't have any speaking role yeah he doesn't save Mega Man's life he just he doesn't you know He's not referred to. He's just there. He's just the sprite that conveys Kalinka into he's, the game. <laughs> he's taken a break, man. Oof, 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 oof. <laughs> um, you've written here about a part that actually didn't give me any trouble. Okay. Which is a wild idea. <laughs> um, the uh, the four ladders in Cossacks level. Yeah. Where um, you have to hop between a couple ladders and there are some clamps going up and down on two of them that occasionally close with spikes. Mm. Um, that part I managed to just get through, yeah. but it seems like you didn't, you weren't too fond. It's of not that. that it's not that it like you know stonewalled me or anything. I just it, while it you know while it knocked me off onto, uh, it's that it's that it, like it's platforming with uh, so you know you're jumping between ladders. And there are these things moving on the ladders that clamp closed. And also, I think maybe they're still active while they're open. So you have to be on the ladder to go, you know, between them. And I think mm. while I was doing it, it struck me that it was an unusual combination of, like, a really... Because like, it happens in a really small part of the screen. Like, uh, the ladders are small. They only take up, like, about a third of the top of the screen. And all the jumps happen in, in between there. And then you, like, when you fall off it, you fall a really long way onto 
uh, like you don't fall onto uh, a platform, like a big floor on the bottom of that screen because there are other vertical jumping puzzles that you've just gone through to get there. It just it just struck mm-hmm. me as uncommonly punishing, but yeah, the like um, consequences are kind of out of balance in that. Yeah, way. for like what it is, you know. Like I, I would expect yeah. a puzzle that was punishing in that way would be bigger, have more room for error in the individual jumps. Anyway, it's still like it's still cool. I think these stages are by and large pretty cool, and the uh, artists yeah. are really showing off the chops that they've developed with like all the mm. Russian, you know, the sort of uh, picture book Russian architecture in the background. How'd you like that snow in the first costume? Yeah, it's great, right? <laughs> and the the music as well. It's like te- yeah. it's like the Tetris theme. <laughs> Uh, it says here that you're not a big fan of Ringman either. Yeah, Ringman. Uh, Ringman <laughs> is like a is one of those bosses that is designed to. Uh, so Ringman has the the ring weapon, which is really 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 powerful, and I, I used for basically the whole game when I wasn't mm-hmm. using Ferroman's weapon, uh, because I, as with uh, like the rush jet thing, like uh, supplies are just quite plentiful in this game so you can stick to a weapon mm-hmm. for a real long time and basically not worry about running out too much but um uh yeah so the ring weapon it you know it shoots a ring it's like a boomerang it just shoots the ring out and it comes back again but it stays active the whole time you can hit you can hit a single enemy multiple times at a lot of different ranges with it uh and the thing is that ring man he uses it against you in this same way he'll shoot it out he'll jump and then it will come back to him in like a you know, so it carves out like a triangle or like an arc or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just all of the places where I felt like I naturally wanted to stand to get over the ring or to like, put, you know, hit him after he shot the ring. The ring would clip me on the way back and it kills you in like three hits. So <laughs> that was... Yeah, he's he's a little bastard. Yeah. That one was kind of like a just a race to hit him as much as I could before he killed Yeah, right, me. exactly. And like... I use the rewind a lot when playing these games, mm. and that does give me a very different experience playing Mega Man yeah. than if I were playing a, I guess more legitimately. <laughs> but, um, the way I see it is just that it speeds up the learning process, yeah, for sure. so that you know I'm just trying to figure these things out in the moment rather than you know punctuated by multiple minutes of other gameplay yeah. before I get back to the thing that I fucked up, um, and in by playing it that way it's a lot more enjoyable and it's harder to get frustrated Mm. or like upset at the game um yeah and i can just like take back mistakes super quickly uh and it just makes it a different type of fun Mm. and i just get to like enjoy the the game (laughs) yeah and it's like and you know it's in my case, it's just like I have, you know, slightly more experience playing these kinds of games, and I'm just interested in, you know, whether I can do it in uh, an environment more like on the, you know, more, more like without the rewind. And that's just, you know, it's just a different way to play mm-hmm. the game. Uh, and equally, like, having those tools available does mean that, like, like you know, if you've watched, the, I think it was the, the last Mega Man livestream, a couple of times, like, the game slowing down meant that it lost my jump in- input and I fell in a hole and I had to retry a whole level, like... You can mm-hmm. just rewind that. Nobody will. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also stuff like... Um, there's a new character in this game. At least. 
Or maybe not a new character. Oh, you mean Eddie? Eddie? Yeah. I was going to say, like, we got Dr. Kozik, we got Kalinka, but yeah, Eddie. The the guide also, the guide says, um, Eddie, also known as Flip Top. <laughs> I mean, I guess he does flip his top and dispense, That's so true. dispense juicy, juicy Smirnoffs for Mega Man. <laughs> uh, but you can just rewind and get him to give you different stuff. Does he? Oh, yeah, is it random? It's random. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. yeah, they had the random item boxes in Mega Man 3, so I guess this is kind of a more, you know, flavorful implementation of that, I guess. And if you like any, I've got great news, according to his um, page here. He's going to be in the next two games we play. Great. <laughs> Doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, he did, he did it very well in this game, so I'm excited for him to make a return performance. Yeah, and also, if you leave the screen and come back, he'll still be there, as long as you don't pick up the item that he gave you. Ah, so you can just reset it with that. <laughs> sort of like yeah, using so the rewind you... function. Sort of like that, but faster. <laughs> but, I mean, slower. Yeah, slower. Um, video games are good. Video games are good. Uh, the other things I re- like, little things I scratched down about things that I remember being kind of whack about this game. Uh, there's a, there's a, you know, it's a Mega Man game, so there's a disappearing block screen, and one of them is above instant death spikes, which is, you know, it's Mega Man. But also, as I said, you got a shitload of uh, rush jet ammo, so just fly over it. Yeah, I Who saw cares? that, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I have rush jet. Bye. <laughs> yeah. The final boss does just appear for one frame uh, and then teleport. Yeah. Because it's in the dark. And that's mildly annoying. It's one of those things that is interesting on paper because. So, what happens is, like, the screen goes totally black. Dr. Wily is in his little floaty thing. Uh, and, like, a, a, a. Like, a. The visual effect of an energy ball that he's going to shoot at you will appear. And he'll appear somewhere else on the screen. So, you have to move from where you are to hit, hit, hit him while avoiding the energy ball with the twist that he only appears for one frame and you have to like his like he stays you can still hit him while you can't see him but obviously you can't see him and i mean i i feel like him you know only sort of slightly appearing does kind of add to the mood but it doesn't really it's just just it's just annoying <laughs> yeah like I feel like he I could. To look at- he, I feel like he could flicker and remain visible, and you would still preserve most of that mood. And it, it you know. Hmm. I went to look it up and see if it had a cool name like the Skulker, but it's just a. It's just the UFO. Fair enough. In Mega Man Eight, it looks like a skull. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean they've got a lot more sprite mileage, I guess. So why not? Oh God, I forgot Mega Man Eleven is like three D. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's also really good. Hmm. Can't wait to get there in three years. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's the other thing I was going to say is that uh, the the non... I, I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but the like non-Robot Master boss designs in this game, like the ones in the Wily stages and stuff, are really, really good, I think. Like, stand out to me as really good. Yeah. Uh, do you know the names... I don't know the names. I the ones that are immediately in my head are the the moth that destroys the floor you're standing on in the first Cossack stage. Moth Raya. I see what they did there. And then it's either the second or third Cossack stage. It's like a large box in three segments that forms a room that you have to jump into to attack. I think that's really ah, cool. you mean um, the square machine. <laughs> 
That's a much better name. Um, we've got Mothrea, Square Machine, Cockroach Twins, which are the ones that crawl around in the spike yeah, room yeah. that you were talking about. Cossack Catcher. Those are all in Cossack Citadel. It is. And then the Wily... I was going to say, hmm? it's, it's literally it's Cossack Catcher. It's literally a UFO catcher. I get it. <laughs> uh, Wily's uh, machines are... Metal Daddy. Great. Because it's a big, it's a big met tool. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's a pretty cool one. Um, and also, that stage introduces medals that take three hits, and they do a little dance. <laughs> yeah. Um, Taco Trash. What? Which is the red one? Which one is that? It's got like a shoot. Oh um, yeah, kind of. I think I know the one you mean. This this little guy. Yeah, that one's cool. It has uh, those two like platforms on long uh, rectangular orbits. Yeah, to... yeah. There's two vertical conveyor belt platforms that you hop yeah. on. Well, and then you have to dodge these like like deep uh, projectile arcs while you're on them. I think that's a really cool boss. Then Wily Castle 3 has rematch with the Robot Masters and Wily Machine 4, which is uh, basically the Skulker. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. I think it literally is. Yeah, it's just the Skulker from the TV show. Uh, and then the Wily Capsule. You love to mm -hmm. see it. Wily and Robotnik would probably hang out and talk about their capsules. Yeah, definitely. I was, I was reaching for... Uh, Eggman's little, you know, floaty thing when I was talk trying to describe Wily's one earlier. Yeah. I do just, sometimes you just want to do a spin dash at Dr. Wily. <laughs> that probably happens in Super Smash Bros., right? I haven't played the uh, story mode for the new one, but I I'm assuming that happens. Oh, I hope so. Are you ready to rank a list of robot masters? I am. I think I am. Uh, yeah. So my I, I was trying to like loosely think of a category for this one and I got I got I only got as far as throws the best New Year's party, but if you can think of a better one, then mm -hmm. we can absolutely go for that. I think that one's good. Uh Brightman is probably pretty high on the list. Hmm. Maybe? I'm trying to think of like Yeah, I guess mm. I I don't know. Like I think I think there are definitely certain kinds of, like, particularly at New Year's, I guess, people are going to be dancing. They're going to want strobe lights. They're going to want to, you know. I, I, I can see I can see Brightman being in the top half, for sure. Ferroman is a great Bright dancer, Man is... right? Brightman is the ball. Yeah. But, like... So they're going to drop him. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. I, I, I didn't even think of that. But, yeah, that's that's totally a thing. <laughs> Ferroman is a pretty good dancer. And he, he dresses well, so... Fair man, I think, is in the top half, for sure. Um, I think Skullman has a very strong sense of aesthetics. Yes, I think, I think so, Skullman's New Year's party, the invitations are like, you know, they're like calligraphy drawn, specific, mm. and there's like, you know, you're, you're given like a, a, a kind of costume to come in. Maybe there's a dinner... I think that Skullman and Pharaoh Man both have 
a lot of respect for like handwriting yeah. and like paper like book binding and yeah like, right i think you're right about that old stuff i think i think skullman and Ferroman deeply respect each other's approach to the new year's party but they're like opposed you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i think Ferroman wants think the sc- bright lights and the music and the dancing and all of that and i think skullman doesn't want any of that but like they're both similarly high effort parties yeah, but they they're both in like a stationary club or something. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh Toadman is vibing. Toadman is vibing. I think Toadman I think he he's he's the mix master. He's he's making the drinks. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh Drillman, as we've talked about on the episodes of this podcast about the TV show, doesn't have hands. So is going to struggle or, yeah. with any manual dexterity component of hosting a party. <sighs> Maybe Drillman makes the drinks then because he's like a blender. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's one way to do it. Who's gonna Who's gonna have a shitty New Year's party? Is it Dustman? Dustman comes to the party and he's there, and he has a good time. But he's kind of an introvert, and his main contribution is like cleaning up. Yeah, I think so. I think I think Dustman like takes a sort of quiet pride in being responsible enough to clean up after everyone's passed out at the party. If one of these robot masters is a designated driver, it's Dustman. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Uh, I think my read on Ringman is he has never hosted a party, but he always knows the best one to be at, and he's kind of a dick about it. Yes, he doesn't always get invited to the second party. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And Dive Man is the life of the party. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He he's he's the one chugging beers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dive Man is like like frat party vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which puts him, I think, like you know, good on you, Dive Man. But that does put you square at the bottom of the list. <laughs> Maybe not the bottom, but definitely bottom half. Um, his brother, his like twin brother, is also pretty popular so i think we're gonna put Ferroman up top so i think dive man and hard man are like the da vinci guys <laughs> yeah yeah definitely absolutely <laughs> ring man i think i'm gonna put ring man at the bottom just because he has yeah. no idea what logistics actually go into like to him parties are things that just happen that he can crash you know they're like weather events. right exactly the kind that toad man causes so where do we land on the toad man drill man mix master thing uh i think they're they're in the middle yeah okay is there anything we've whiffed on here anything we're missing from the, this equation uh i think this is a good list pharaoh man skull man bright man toad man drill man dust man dive man ring man. yeah yeah i think i think Ferroman is Ferroman and Skullman are the friends that you want to have to invite you to the party. Mm-hmm. Ringman mm-hmm. is like someone who Ringman and Diveman are both people you know who suck, but you want to you want you want to keep knowing them so you keep getting invited to the good parties, I think. But you do want to see them at the right, party, exactly. but you don't want to host the party that they come yeah. to. <laughs> I think definitely for Diveman, like di- like you you can definitely get something out of watching Diveman, you know, fucking backflip mm. into a table smashing it in half and getting drinks all over himself <laughs> whereas Ringman, i think once you like you you, you want to like make brief eye contact with him when you get into the party like you know 
a little wave and then never like interact with him again for the rest of the night. I think. Mm, mm. You sort of quietly worry about the things Ringman says about you to the people he's talking to when you turn up, but then you are at the party and it's fine. I googled Ringman uh-huh. and I found the Man Ring. Uh huh. Not like that, but it's a titanium utility ring that has two saws, a comb, and a knife. <laughs> oh god, I just saw this. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. And also, when you pull them all out, it leaves a hook in the ring that you can use as a bottle opener. This this has big fucking uh, Apache revolver vibes. The original man ring. Dive man has one of these. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, what the fuck is this? So it's like a, it's like an old sort of like multi-personal defense weapon, like. The idea is that it has three modes, and obviously it looks like, you know, you're meant to use them all at once in some confusing configuration. You're not. You're meant to just, you know, pick one and use it like that. But it's good. For, for anyone who can't see the image I'm describing, it's a set of brass knuckles with a revolver cylinder on the end with a knife on the end of that. So if you want to shoot someone who's really close to you, you can do that. If you want to punch someone, fold the other stuff in, you can punch him, and you got a little knife if you want to stab someone. Uh, I think they sold very well, but were mostly kind of bad. Mm. Look cool, though. I'd believe that. Damn. They should put this weapon in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we all, we all want to go to Ringman's party. Uh, sorry, we all want to go to Pharaoh Man's party. No one wants to go to Ringman's party. What was your favorite stage in Mega Man 4? Stage. I've already talked at length about how I think Toadman's stage is great, and if you want to, you know, I think if you yeah. want to just like understand like what is good, like what what you know, if you if you if you us just like listening along with this series, and you haven't like played any classic Mega Man games, maybe you're waiting for us to get to Mega Man X or something, and you want to like understand what is like uncomplicatedly good Mega Man level design, I think you just power on Mega Man Four and play through Toadman's stage. Dustman's stage is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It has like this weird, like, there are these parts with just burning garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the background, and it's like, is this like a robot mask? <laughs> yeah. Does Dustman just hang out with all the broken robots and burn them? Yeah. He's the robot who was who the, the the necessary robot who had to be assigned the duty of breaking down and destroying all of the uh, useless robots. I'm a little hazy on most of the stages, mainly because I ate like two potatoes. Before <laughs> <laughs> Big drowsy energy on Rush Day Radio plays. Um, yeah, that's that starch is starting to hit me, so I'm a little bit uh, hazy on that. But I do remember the. The ways that, like, the Toadman stage starts with the rain pushing mm. you. Yeah. And then you go inside and there's, like, drains that are pouring water that also push yeah. you, but in different right, ways yeah, exactly. than, the, than the rain does. Mm. But, yeah. Um, I think the Cossack stages were fun. I think that the continuity is always fun for these multi-stage yeah, areas. Yeah. Um, and, like... 
starting out starting out outside of the castle in the snow and like bursting through and climbing to the mm. top and then dropping down the inside was really yeah, cool. That's definitely cool. Favorite weapon. Uh so yeah, I, I just uh you know, really like uh as I said, Ringman's weapon is is it feels like the strongest to me, but uh Ferroman's is the one that I enjoyed using the most. Just uh hanging out with like a a, a projectile you can shoot in eight directions, and B, one that hangs out in a funny place that you can just keep there and sort of headbutt people with. I liked doing that. Yeah. Um... Flash Stopper, Rain Flush, Drill Bomb, Thera Shot, Ring Boomerang, Dust Crusher, Dive Missile, Skull Barrier. Skull Barrier is really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, really strong. I was surprised. Yeah. It stomps basically anything. Um... Yeah, that... but I gotta say, in terms of just like favorite, I think Rain Flush is the coolest. Yeah, one. yeah, that's definitely second for me. I think, just in terms of cool factor. Those enemies that are like saw blades that go that scurry around on the ground mm -hmm. in the, like the Wily stages. Yeah. Uh, I had to use Rain Flush to get rid of them because I was like, I'm not doing this fucking platforming <laughs> with these yeah. little freaks running around. Um, so you just send that thing up and it blasts the screen a few times and. Mm -hmm. it's cool yeah. girls love a two hit multi attack <laughs> I gotta say so uh, final thoughts on Mega Man 4 before we objectively rank it amongst all the Mega Man games ever um this is this is a really good video game yeah and I would like the next one to be a great video game okay okay you got you got, you got high hopes for the future then. Uh, this one is just really solid in every area, but it doesn't excel. Okay, okay. Uh, in the ways that some of the other games did in certain points. Right. Okay. Sure. Um, so if you if I wanted like the most even and good Mega Man experience, I'd play this one. If I wanted to like stream a Mega Man game and get the pop in the chat, I'd probably still do Mega Man. Okay, too. sure. So you want you want a game that like. You know, you want a game that's all of Mega Man 2's highs with none of Mega Man 2's lows. You want, like, a game that's Mega Man 4 consistent, but with Mega Man 2 quality. I, I, I want Mega Man 2 highs, but without Mega Man 3 lows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which, this game has neither. So, I would, like, you know, I want to build off this foundation mm. because this game is, is pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I agree. I think uh, I think I, I like this game a lot. Like um, uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe it is. It's not as. Uh, hmm. It's also hard to talk about. I guess in the necessary context of Mega Man Two, right? Like uh, obviously, it's not gonna. It, it's it's necessarily not gonna hit the same when it comes out so soon after Mega Man Two. Like it is, Mega Man Two has already blazed that trail, right? But. Uh, mm. I don't know. I think this. I think this game is still really, really good. I think I would say this game is great, but in I, I'm not sure if that's because it's in ways that specifically appeal to me. But uh, I think I think this game is great. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I would say it is not as great as Mega Man Two is, but I like it a great deal. Um, I'm trying to like fight the shadow of Mega Man Two in yeah. this because it's like yeah, Mega Man Two is great, but like I have I'm I'm trying to keep the hype out of it. And, like, there's an emotional attachment to Mega Man mm. 2 that is, like, 
I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you. obviously, I, that like I love lots of parts of Mech Man too. Yeah, I mean, um, the secret is that this list is going to look completely stupid when there are fifty games on it. So like, <laughs> don't worry about it too much. Yeah. Like, is Mega Man Zero Ooh. Three going to be better or worse than Mega Man Two? Who knows? <laughs> Uh, well, this is an objective list, though, yes, so we are like, paving the way for the future. That is completely true. So, with that in mind, is, Mega Man, where does Mega Man 4 stand, objectively, on the list of games, which currently has Mega Man mm. 2 first, then Mega Man 3, then Mega Man? I think... I would put it at second place. I agree. I like it more than Mega Man 2 to play, but I think the parts of Mega Man 2 that are really good are really, really yeah, good. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And so, even though this game has fewer valleys, mm. it that still doesn't make up for the peaks of yeah, Mega Man 2. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, yeah, I think I think I just agree with that. Ah. I win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we came into this <laughs> with you saying you were going to put Mega Man 4 up top, so... I mean, if this were my personal thing... I mean, I we know, can I we can split it into two lists. <laughs> That's fine. No, no, no. We're going to have two 50-game lists. Doesn't bother me. Uh, but no. This is my answer. Yeah, I think it's a good answer. So, uh... With all that said, Nora, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at NeitherNora. You can find stuff I do at NoraBlake.online. Great. Do you have any particular podcasts you want to plug? Or... <laughs> uh, I guess this is a good place to, to, to plug the new podcast. Uh, because in three days, as of this recording, I will be recording the first episode of The War in Our Stars. Oh, yes. The Star Wars Expanded Universe Book Club Podcast. Exciting. Uh, every episode will have me with a new guest reading a book from Star Wars. Uh, we're starting with the X-Wing series, the first of which is Rogue Squadron. Uh, that book's pretty, uh, goofy. <laughs> But it's fun. It is pitched various places as Star Wars meets Top Gun. And I haven't seen Top Gun, oh. but um, uh, I assume that that holds up or holds true in some way. I, uh, so this is something that is going to come up against uh, like pop culture, particularly nerd pop culture's incredibly poor understanding of what Top Gun actually was. Like when mm -hmm. people say, it's like Top Gun. What they mean is it's got cool guys in planes doing cool things. Whereas what Top Gun actually was, was like a, you know, a, a, like, a, I guess you'd call it a chick flick about how hot Tom Cruise was and how, you know, all the, all the <laughs> and the other guy. Oh, well, uh, Corin Horn is very cool, is the thing. It is a little bit about how cool and badass Corin Horn right. is. Right, I guess what I'm saying is I doubt Star Wars's capacity to like the the Star Wars expanded fiction's capacity to do something that hits in the same way as like the I feel like the lens is all wrong, you know? But uh, I'm I'm yeah, interested no, to No, no, I the know podcast. what you I know what you mean. Um it is definitely 
it is about ego mm. in a particular yeah. way and the ways that ego plays into like military operations or like relationships between people who are on a team together mm. um but it, it there is no there are no shirtless scenes <laughs> of corn and horn what you know the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah Corin Horn refuses to fuck at least three times in that in that, that book. That is bullshit. The uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, if you find yourself with a couple of hours spare, I definitely recommend watching Top Gun because I think it's a cool movie. I like it a lot. Um, I've heard people say it's good, but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm interested to listen to that podcast because uh, I have played a bunch of the X-wing miniatures game, which gets itself very heavily oh. concerned with the characters of, you know rogue squadron so that's yeah. that's how i know that's how i've heard corin horn's name is that he's he's on the you know about lejane forge name rings a bell all i like that my my overwhelming memory of like character and narrative that i got out of the mm -hmm. limited flavor materials of the extreme managers game was how baron fell was probably a cool guy <laughs> or you know not a, oh, not a yeah. cool guy he's way he's, later. he's evil but then i think he's good <laughs> Is that? Let me just double check who that is. Is that the fell that I know? No. Okay, I'm thinking of Jagged Fell. Okay. Who? I, I because it's Star Wars. I assume the they're related. Son. Yeah. Okay. It's his son. Yes. Jagged Fell is the son of a uh, Baron and fell. Wedge Antilles's sister. <laughs> uh. I don't yeah, know. That's, that's who he gets hitched with. And it's like, you know, they have to hide their relationship because, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do know that Jagged Fell eventually ends up with Jaina Solo. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the royal family. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Everyone's related in Star Wars. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, if you're not related, how can anything important happen to or about you? Like, You can't. Fucking Nia Nunn's sister gets name dropped in Rogue Squad. <laughs> in like chapter three. Okay. But anyway. But anyway. Look forward to that when that podcast drops. Probably, uh, I don't know when this is going out. I'll try and but... put this out tomorrow. So, well, I'll try and send this to you tomorrow. Okay. So I have no idea. Um. We record on Wednesday. I'll probably put it out. We do so many Friday podcasts is the <laughs> thing. Maybe Thursday is a good day. I mean, yeah, have you thought about, like, you know, scheduling them so they just go out on the next whatever day? Rather than putting them all on Friday. Yeah, we're... Champions is Friday, and then I think we're moving export to something okay. else. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll just do Wednesdays, since we record sometimes for newbie on yeah. Wednesdays. Anyway, this is a Mega this Man. This is podcast. a Mega Man podcast. Not, not an export audio uh, scheduling uh, and logistics. No, that's that's podcast. import audio. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Mega, Mega Man. Man. Fight Mega Man for everlasting peace. Hell yeah. What is the thing from Mega Man I think, 1 I think, that we said last oh, time? Oh, it's not. It's, it's uh, the never-ending battle continues until all destructive forces are defeated. 
<laughs> Until next time. <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, that thing. I'll just edit said. it back over so it sounds really weird. I'm trying to find it written so I can. It's it's pin it's pinned uh, idioms. Because I found Never Ending Battle, which is a quest from Destiny. Huh. However, the never okay okay. okay. <laughs> until next time, remember, the never ending battle continues until all destructive forces are defeated. Shh.